Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. This week's guest is the Bra Whisperer. She's the bra queen, mid-sized fashionista, celebrates her curves every day and is always bursting with positive vibes, support in more ways than one, and good energy. <laughs> it's Casey Weir. Welcome to the podcast. Woo! Thank you for having me. It's honestly so amazing to be here. Thank you. And what an entrance. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. So I really wanted to get you on because we need to talk about boobs. I was on a podcast not that long ago and we got onto the subject of boobs and I was like, oh my God, you could do a whole podcast series on Mm -hmm. boobs. Absolutely. So I'm going to do an episode on boobs and it is with you. So you're the PR and content creator for Curvy Kate. Yeah, that's my job. And the bra whisperer, as you mentioned. And you're the bra whisperer. <laughs> um, so you fit women, you know you know what the perfect bra is. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about bras and boobs. But I also want to talk about body confidence with you. Because uh, you've been on a massive journey yourself, right? Yeah. And I think it all goes hand in hand. <laughs> Absolutely. It really does. I can't tell you, like how confident the right bra makes me feel yeah it's it is massive because you know your bras are the foundation to every outfit that you wear so they have to fit they have to feel great they improve your posture it's so much more than just looking sexy in your lingerie Mm. it does Mm. so much more for your mental health as well absolutely It, it, it literally transforms an outfit and I'm a massive believer that when that outfit you feel good in that outfit you feel comfortable in your underwear and it's holding you right and you look in the mirror your confidence for that lunch or that dinner or just even being around the house yeah a hundred percent it can just transform and in actual fact it's really funny because so many women don't want to be above a certain cup size it scares them they're like oh no like above a double d is huge and then i bra fit them and then all of a sudden they actually forget about their boobs in a way like they've thought about them for so long in their lives they thought gosh these, these boobs they annoy me they're too big they'd never suit anything and then you find the perfectly fitted bra it might be like four sizes bigger than you were wearing before in the cup but actually because your boobs are supported they're well held you no longer have to think my boobs are annoying me and they kind of just like just stay there and women are just like oh my god this is amazing I no longer have to worry about my boobs absolutely and I think there's like a huge percentage of women that are wearing the wrong bra as well aren't they yeah and because everyone always says to me like Katie, all you do is bra fit women. How is that figure still at 80% of women wearing the wrong bra size? <laughs> like, I feel like you bra fitted everyone. How can they still be wearing the wrong size? Um, and it's actually because we fluctuate so much as women. Um, and I think sometimes you think, like, I've been given this bra size and that's going to be my bra size for the rest of my life. And that's not true. Um, I think 
COVID gave us a great example of how much we can see our bodies change within a year, within six months, with life changes, stress, being more, you know, stationary in your work or your home and just how your body did react to those situations. But we also had time to slow down and to look and to feel rather than rushing to school, rather than rushing to work and just thinking, I'll just deal with my bra. So I actually saw like a massive spike of bra fittings during COVID because people were like, wait a minute, something doesn't feel right. And they also had the time to educate themselves. So they were reading, they were watching, they were listening, they were looking at lives, realizing that that bra size isn't right. And women need to be getting a bra fitting every six months. And that is because of those weight fluctuations. I mean, my boobs change, you know, when my period comes, I have to get another bra out because my boobs go up a cup. So we often advise that for women as well. If you know your menstrual cycle affects your boobs, but you still want to be feeling confident, get yourself a cup size up for those moments in time. But in general, treat your bra fitting as a little checkup. You might be the same size, great, treat yourself to a new set or you might be a new size and embrace that. I think it's such an important message and I think women need to become more comfortable with fluctuation. And you were saying earlier um, that some women fear being over a certain cup size. And I guess it's the same with dress sizes, like the idea of, you know, not being a size 10 anymore and going, you know, into that mid-size mm-hmm. range of a 12 can puts fear the fear of God into people <laughs> and what I've come to realize is actually depending on the material the style of the dress or the jumpsuit or whatever I'm a different size depending on the company the brand even with shoes like sometimes I can fit into a four if it's a trainer but some high heels I have to be a wide fit size six Absolutely. it's no different with bras right if you've got a balconette a strapless yeah, you theory. can, and also your boob shape as well can affect yeah. how you fit into different bra wow. styles. So it's kind of, um, how I always explain it is, whatever you do in life, seek a professional because they know what they're doing. So whether that's with your skin and you've got acne, go talk to someone who thoroughly understands what you need to do with your skin. And it's the same when it comes to bras, like, you know, so talk to someone who knows bra shapes, who understands boobs, who's seen a lot. They've covered, you know, so many women so you're not going to be an anomaly you're just another perfectly imperfect woman and they know how to fit you and the sizes that are going to work for you and it also differs across brands and I think so many women also get frustrated with that they're like but I'm this size in that brand and this size in that brand but like you said it's the same in clothes it's just how they're manufactured and all of that but a professional who has a lot of knowledge will also know the industry and will know, okay, if you're wearing that brand, I think in our brand, you'd be this size. And it just makes things a little more easy, a little more understandable for you as a consumer. And, um, you know, you can kind of stick with that bra fitter and, and treat them as a friend and just hit them up when you need a new bra and be like, you know me, what do I need in this? Um, and I think that's really useful, um, especially when it comes to kind of such a a vulnerable space as well when it comes to your boobs. You don't just want to show anyone your boobs and your bras. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's like going to the same person for your bikini wax, isn't it? Yeah, but I also <laughs> want to say to ladies that, you know, no one knows what your label is saying, whether that's your outfit, your shoes, your bra. Ooh. No one knows if you're wearing a size 10 or a size 16 in that 
item. It's how you hold yourself and how you present yourself to the world. No one's even going to question, oh, she's wearing a size eight in that. No one cares. So that is something that you as a person have to kind of be very confident with and have ownership. And I always say when it comes to self-love, self-love is not easy. Self-love is something that we speak about a lot, but you can't obtain that every day. I can't walk into a room every day and say, I love myself. I love myself. I walk into a room and I say, I own myself and I own my body. I own my actions. I own the way that I speak to myself. And I think that's kind of a really great mm. way to, to think of it. I own my dress size. Mm. I own my boobs and I own how I present myself to the world. So I love that. <laughs> it's more of a it's more of a neutral like acceptance of who you are and your body because you're right it's hard to give yourself that I love myself energy every single day because yeah. you're hormonal or oh you know, diff- different things happen like my hormones are the biggest have the biggest negative impact on how I feel about myself but yeah. I've learned to own that right well you're on your period today so you're not going to feel as great as usual but that is life and actually your period is a gift so just get on with it Connie and do what you can oh my gosh you know I love that because for me I always have that battle in my head of I feel horrendous during my period and I'm moody and I'm dropping things and I know why I'm doing it but you just can't talk yourself out of that mood you're just there and you're even if you tell yourself it's your period you still can't make yourself happy (laughs) like you just have to like you're saying just own it and be like you know what I'm going to be moody for the next three days I'm going to drop everything in sight I'm going to bump into doors but that's what I'm going to (laughs) do do you know what as well I've got this flow app as well which really helps me now because um it was one of the tools I learned through coaching someone suggested it to me um I realized that my lowest times were when I'm ovulating and when I'm um, due on. So now with this flow app, which I know loads of people do have, I can see it coming and I don't plan like big social events on those days or, you know, mm. I just manage my expectations, which makes it a lot easier. So I've, I'll be like, I don't book in like four hit workouts that week because it's too stressful on my body. And instead I plan to go for walks or just a cycle on my bike, like a slow cycle for an hour in front of the telly watching, you know, I don't know, some trash TV. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's just managing and just listening to your body and listening to yourself and just being a bit kind. Like I'm really bad at like giving myself a hard time. So I'm working on that. Yeah, definitely. I'm my my own biggest critic and I'm always so hard on myself. And if I were to see my friends doing what I say to myself or doing, putting the pressure that I put on myself, I'd go to them, chill out. Does it really matter? (laughs) And I can't give myself that advice. Um, But I think what you're saying about the flow up, I've got clue. And that really helps me to also understand that that week my boobs are going to be tender. They're going to be big. They're going to you know, feel a certain way. And I think even booking um, a bra fitting or going clothes shopping or whatever it might be, build it around the app too. Um, And that's Mm. another way to be kind to yourself because we all know we feel bloated around Mm. the first couple of days of our period and our boobs are definitely going to be a different size. So just get in tune with your body and your flow and, and yeah, just kind of make life a little bit easier by understanding yourself a bit more yeah and I'm really conscious of money and people's finances Pete this you know especially after the year we've all had some people have thrived but a lot of people have lost jobs and things Mm -hmm. like that and your bra can often be like the last thing you prioritize 
although it it really does transform how you feel like I can't even stress that enough but you know a good bra can range from I don't know I'd say 20 pounds to, to 40 pounds yeah absolutely they are expensive and full of us bras are notoriously expensive and so many women get very frustrated at the fact that their friend is buying a 10 pound bra and they have to buy a 35 pound bra because they are six cup sizes bigger um and i often have this as a bra fitter to come up against and it is one of those things where i have to explain that your lingerie drawer is an investment and actually instead of buying six 10 pound bras a year you could live off two 35 pound bras a year you just have to wash them care for them look after them yes i understand there might be some fluctuations but if you do have that bra fitting and you're six monthly you can treat yourself to one new bra um but just know the difference it's going to make in your confidence i also advise a bra jar which i say is like you know put your loose change in it and then treat yourself that soon adds up to 35 pounds and it doesn't then seem such a big thing on that six monthly bra fitting um but just know it really does come from caring for your bra i think so many other ladies get um annoyed with wires penetrating with cups being creased and all of those things that's not actually the bra that's the way that you're caring for that bra and when you're spending that much money why would you go chuck it in the washing machine with your jeans it just doesn't seem to make sense but our busy lives mean that so many women do that so when it comes to your lingerie drawer if you do feel like gosh this is really expensive just treat those items with the utmost respect and i promise you they're going to last that bit longer and you won't feel like you've wasted your money you'll feel like mm. this bra is doing bits for me thank you so much because yeah. i always say like they respect your boobs they lift you they do so much for you so just look after your bras don't use fabric conditioner as well um so many women just again just use fabric conditioner and that actually stretches out your bras and prematurely ages them so oh there's God. little tips to keep your bras looking great for longer that you can definitely use. Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> so I know we did a virtual bra fitting and it was amazing. Yeah. And you were like, Connie, stop folding your bras like that. So basically <laughs> what I would do, you might not be able to, they won't be able to see me, but I just would fold the them in half and then like bend one of the cups in wouldn't I yeah so you put like the cup within the cup of a molded bra to take up less room yeah and that is the cardinal sin because what that does <laughs> <laughs> is basically the cup that you're putting within the cup is then all creased and it's like squashed within that bra it loses its shape and then you get those lines across one side of the cup and then obviously you're alternating that every time you scrunch it up and you put it in your drawer so then you end up with a molded bra that's just covered in marks that is no longer almost seam free because you see all of those marks underneath your clothes so you should always store molded cups with the cups outwards if that makes sense so like they're molded like they're on your body and almost um stack them so mm. put your molded bras all together so the cups all fall within the cups and then you can stuff your socks in there as well or your knickers mm. or something like that um i know sometimes people are really sort of stuck for space but just try to as much as you can just keep those molded cups um looking fabulous and always in shape um mm. 
Another little trick of mine that I don't know why I only just realized how to do this, but I don't know about you, Connie. Matching underwear for me has always been something that I love to do. I feel like I've got my shit together when I'm wearing um, a matching set of underwear. But one of the most stressful things is trying to find a matching set of underwear in the morning. <laughs> and that in itself can throw you off. Literally. So what I actually do is now after washing my underwear, I put the knicker um, into the bra band and do it up with the hook and eye. So then it keeps oh. all of those sets together. So I literally pull out the bra and then the knickers attached. Yeah. Um, and that really helps. That's a good yeah. idea. I like how you've got all your bras hung up there as well. Some people do actually hang their bras up in their wardrobe. Yeah, you can hang your bras um, and when you dry them, especially after washing, I always say either like hang them or just um, put them on like the edge of a curtain pole or the edge of the radiator, but never put them on like direct heat. Just try to keep them away because again, it can just mess up the fabrication. Um, this is another tip that ladies don't know about. And again, it's because they're wearing a back size too big and cup size is too small, but all your new bras should be worn on the loosest hook at the back. So the bra that you buy next, always wear it on the loosest hook and that should give you enough support. Um, and in terms of the industry, we always talk about a two finger tension, which is where when you've got a new bra, you can put two fingers under the straps and you can't pull it up any further. And you put two fingers away at the back and you can't pull it away any further. So that should feel good. I'm just feeling mine. I think my back... <laughs> perfect but my straps are a bit too loose yeah so they might want to be tightened up yeah, they yeah. Look, and it might be time as well because you've had that bra for maybe four months to put it on the middle hook at the back so okay. on a new bra loosest hook as you wash and wear it every four months tighten the back band so after four months put it on the middle hook and after eight months put it on the tightest hook and then you're getting that same support from day one and that's going to help to relieve the pressure off your shoulders and to keep that like 90% support coming from your back band okay and that is that just because naturally the material stretch so yeah so naturally as we wear it as we move in it they will sort of stretch out um and again it just helps with the longevity of the bra that's why we put three hook and eyes on there it's so that you can make them last longer so if you're buying a new bra yeah. and it's already on the loosest hook um uh, sorry tightest hook you've got nowhere to go okay so i think i don't think people realize why there is three stages of hooks I think no. people just think like, oh, well, you know, I might put on a bit of timber, or a bit of weight, sorry. <laughs> or like, it's just there for, I don't know. Yeah, they just think it's just there. And actually, no one really pays attention when they do up their bra. So many bra fittings I've had in, in person and ladies have taken off their top and there's just one hook and eye done up. And I'm like, oh, did you know that? And they were like, had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been walking around like that all day. You didn't yeah. know. She's like, no, didn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think the same we do every day. We almost like, it's a necessity, well, it's not a necessity to wear a bra, but because some people like to free the nipple, but you know what? Yeah. You know what? For me, it's a necessity to wear a bra. Yeah. Um, and so you, it's just something you do every day. So you just whack on your bra yeah. and you don't think about it. But actually, you need to you need to put it on you need to you need to make sure that it's comfortable the straps are right like I've just whacked this on and look yeah. I know that that's, I know that that's too loose exactly and we have to do our movements in the morning so we need to put the bra on do it up on the loosest hook hold your underwires lean forward and jiggle that breast tissue into the cup 
So I do that. that. Helps I do the breast do tissue that. to drop. Yeah, exactly. You me that one. Yeah, you and then you scoop and swoop. So, so many of us don't realize what our breast tissue actually begins from our armpit area. And that's why when we check for breast cancer, we must go right into that armpit. And then when we're doing the scoop and swoop, we bring that breast tissue inwards into the cup and then gently lift up. And we always sort of want like a central position of our nipples to look forward. And then we know we've got our bra on properly we've got our breast tissue into the cup properly um but actually doing those moves can sometimes lead to a lot of spillage and if you're seeing spillage out of the cups that's when you know your bra isn't fitting you correctly this is what i was going to say i reckon that's why women are wearing smaller cups because they're not scooping all the breast tissue into the bra yeah and so then, but then you get the spillage out the side so you need to wear the right bra in order to look like you're wearing the right size like I, I watched Trini and Zuzanna. I, this will never leave me. Like, must I must have been a teenager. They had that show. And actually, I mean, a lot of the stuff they said, you know, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> but one thing they said was, you're better off going up a size and it looking like it fits than trying to squeeze into the wrong size because then you actually look bigger, bigger. or uncomfortable or, like, just squashed. Exactly. And that goes back to the statement I made at the start where women are scared that having a bigger cup size will make them look bigger as well, because they assume, although their boobs are the same, uh, from the minute they wore the double D to the H, they're the same, but they then think, gosh, my boobs are huge. And in the double D, they didn't feel like their boobs were huge. But now they're a H, they're, they're massive. But actually, because your breast tissue, and I use this word a lot, and people always take the mick out of me on social media, encapsulation because your breast tissue is encapsulated in the cup of the bra when you're wearing the right size which might be a much bigger size it actually means there's like you said no double boob no side boob no cutting in and it makes your boobs actually appear smaller than when you were wearing Ooh. that smaller cup um Ooh. because everything is just neater more streamlined lifted nice shape and contained. Well. yeah and a lovely shape um, and I, I, like we said um, about freeing the nipple, I champion any woman who doesn't want to wear a bra. Do it, babe. If you are honestly so confident and you love not to wear a bra, I'm right there with you, like, yay! However, if you're not wearing a bra because you're scared of them, they make you feel so uncomfortable, or you just feel like you absolutely hate wearing a bra because of the way it makes you feel, that's when I urge you to go and get a bra fitting because that is when it's going to change your life ultimately and when you can get excited about lingerie again and feel good in a bra because, mm. you know, it does make such a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of times I've been in a position where I'm like, I can't wait to take this bra off and, like, the feeling of taking my bra off, I would joke, is, like, the better than sex. <laughs> Yeah. I'm wearing the right bra like this is my favorite bra this is a curvy Kate one this is the yeah, one that's the wonderful yeah. yeah I love it and I feel so comfortable in it even when I've eaten because sometimes you can feel bloated and then it makes the bra feel tighter Ooh, and you can't yeah. get it off I sometimes feel like that with a strapless bra mm -hmm. sometimes but my strapless bra again is a curvy Kate one so I'm being really biased I do have other bras as well but um that that again has been a game changer. Whenever I wear that in my post with fashion, I don't get asked about the dress. I get asked, <laughs> what bra are you wearing? And they can't even see it. They can just see the shape it's given me. They can see that it's holding me and they I'm I don't I can't remember what size I am. I'm like a 34 G double G. 
Yeah, that's for WG. Yeah. No one knows that. They do now. But all they can see is someone with bigger boobs being supported well and the shape looks good. Exactly. And strapless bras are like the nemesis to women. And yeah. so many women, it's the first thing they'll say to me on a bra thing. Oh, I'll never wear a strapless bra. Oh my goodness. No, I could never, I would never. I'd hate them. They, they fall down and do this, they do that. But again, it's about finding that right fit. And also knowing we've all got those stilettos in our wardrobe, right? That look banging, but we can't wear them for 24 hours a day. And I feel like sometimes there are those bras in your wardrobe as well. And that strapless bra, yes, you can wear it all day, but maybe it's just made for special occasions where it's like that nine hours max of lifting you and holding you up, especially when you are heavier busted. Um, But on the whole, it is just about getting that right fit and really making sure that you're being supported from your band and being lifted from there. And then the cup size is, you know, containing your boobs and and giving you that great shape that you mentioned. And you said before that you people on a lower budget, they could invest in two bras and Mm -hmm. say for the year or whatever. What are those two bras? Yeah. So I always say to ladies, alternate your bras so buy a balcony and buy a plunge bra these are your two key shapes that will take you through pretty much every single outfit you can wear something low cut with that you can wear your uniform you can wear something high cut because your balcony bra is going to give you a more full coverage it's going to really support you and work well with those like higher necklined outfits and a plunge bra is going to be much lower at the center front you can have a bit of cleavage if you want but it gives you a few more options um so i would say you know they're your two staples a strapless if you're on a budget is a treat because how often do we wear the strapless bra i wear them a lot yeah so you know depends on your style i think of clothing yeah i don't show a lot of cleavage so i'm not really a plunge person i'm more of a balcony and a strapless Yeah, so I think that would be then your two. So you'd get the balcony and the strapless. But it's also worth knowing that you can wear the strapless with straps on. So you can actually wear that as your everyday bra, balcony bra as well, and then treat yourself to one that it has got just like a normal bra or get yourself that plunge, (laughs) Um, whatever it might be. So I think you can definitely cover yourself with those two bras. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And I think, again, just having this conversation with your bra fitter. Yeah. And, and when I say your bra fitter, all I know about bra fitters is you yeah. <laughs> through Curvy Kate and like the lady that works in Marks and Spencers or mm. the lady that works in Next. Like, where do you find a bra fitter that you can feel comfortable with that you can see every six months? Like, where do you go? So um, I would definitely say across social media now, there's a lot of businesses that were independent stores that are perhaps now closed, but they've moved over to virtual bra fitting. Um, and there are pages like Fuller Bust Inspo, Chloe Woods. She's a really fabulous um, Fuller Bust lady who speaks about sort of brands across the world and the industry and she gives a very non-biased view of the lingerie industry and she also really pushes kind of independent bra fitters so she's a real good one to follow you know if you are looking to find a bra fitter that you can also connect with because I think that's really important um, many brands are also doing now virtual bra fitting um, for example with Kirby Kate we have me as the bra whisperer but we also have a team of VBFs virtual bra fitters so there's four ladies that work with me and they all have their individual schedules and they are your personal bra fitter Amazing. so you have a FaceTime with them and then we also follow up with you we look after you we make sure that the bra fits you perfectly we do a follow-up call if you need any further help and then we can also offer suggestions like I said you know if you've got that wedding and you think oh, I need a bra to go with my dress we can help you find that we're just you know either an email or a text away um, and also, you know, now COVID is kind of depleting in a way. The stores are opening. Bravissimo is a great place to go for a bra fitting. And what I will say to ladies who are listening to this podcast, don't get put off by seeing D+. Bravissimo will probably only say D plus lingerie. And if you've been wearing a C cup all your life, still go get that bra fitting. Um, because, you know, like I said, professionals, they'll know to recommend a different style for you or perhaps a different place if you don't fall into that D. But the higher chances are you're going to fall into the D after getting mm. a correct bra fitting. Mm. Let's talk about social media. So I know you've talked <laughs> about a virtual bra uh, fitting on there. But one thing for me is... You see a lot of boob on there now. There's a lot yeah. more boob, a lot more skin. Um, it's becoming a lot more normal. Um, and I often see full of busted girls, women, in like triangle bikinis, for example, tiny strings. And I'm like, I can't wear that because it kills my back. It kills my neck. Mm -hmm. It just about covers my nipples. And like, but... <laughs> I can imagine there's a lot of people that see it too and they feel influenced, but they want to follow the trends. They, they've got bigger, they've got fuller bust, mm -hmm. they're fuller busted and they want to wear what she's wearing. But is there an element of, well, what she's wearing is just for that photo, but really it's not good for her boobs and for her back and her posture? Yes. So that's what I was just about to say. I'm like, she wore that for the photo and then she took it off. <laughs> because unfortunately, I, I mean, when I was, gosh, I think 15, I went on my first holiday like abroad, abroad. We went to Egypt and I did a Primark haul 
of triangle bikinis. And I think I spent like two hours taking off the size 20 tops and putting them with the 12 bottoms. So, you know, cause I wanted that triangle, that look. And then I just ended up with like the most sore neck. And I just, it was actually quite just painful the whole holiday, but I thought, you know, I looked great, but actually I was in such a lot of pain. And that yeah. was, what was that like, you know, 20, how long ago 18 years ago a long time ago that I still felt that pressure to wear a triangle bikini um and I think it is a case of looking at social media knowing that not everything you see is real and wearing things that I keep saying this word but that you feel confident in and comfortable in and sexy to everyone is different like someone can feel sexy in a beige bra and that is their sexy another woman can feel sexy in a see-through plunge bra with harness detailing and that is how she feels sexy so if you want to feel sexy just in like a black very basic underwired swimsuit own it rock it um don't feel pressure to sort of you know wear the trends and i think that's a big thing that i've learned throughout my life is my body type the way that I feel confident doesn't lend itself to some of the trends. And I'm okay with that because I'll wear mm. something else that I feel amazing in. Um, and that I just walk around feeling super confident. I'm at a point in my life where I don't think, God, I need to wear that because the rest of the world's wearing it. And I think that's kind of a great mindset to be mm. in, especially when you do have a fuller bust. I just remember boho being in, in and I just couldn't I, I tried so hard to wear boho inspired outfits and it just wasn't for me and I shouldn't have put that pressure on myself to wear like a boho skirt and a gypsy top because it just wasn't working but I spent so many days trying to figure out these outfits when actually I would have been much happier just wearing my usual jeans and white t-shirt because that's just yeah. what I felt good in um and I think when it comes to social as well I think a lot of people preach this but follow women and curate your social media feed to women of a similar body shape to you um because that will often help you to see what your body would look like but just know that everybody is different in terms of she might have firm um skin tone you might not have such firm skin tone or you might be more of an hourglass shape whereas she's a triangle and so everything looks different on any, everyone but you just have to mm. celebrate it all and just realize that whatever we wear we're all going to look different but that's what makes us bloody amazing <laughs> and interesting and just I I can't say I went out for drinks with my cousins to this really like young cool place and I just looked around and I just thought every girl here looks the same yeah and I know that they're all different and I know they all have something different and unique to give but they all either look the same or look like every influencer I've seen online and it makes me a little bit sad because I feel like as well like so many influencers are really cool and they're trendsetters and they've got their unique fashion um, looks. And a lot of the outfits they wear online aren't actually something you'd wear out. Every day, yeah. Yeah, they're like costume. But girls are buying those things and wearing them out. And I just don't think they're them being themselves. And that makes me sad. Yeah. Do you think that comes with age? Like you learn as you get older that you have to, almost like a rite of passage. You have to go through yeah. that moment to then realise yeah. you want to be yourself. I'm realising this because I used to want to get in there with teenagers and say to them, look, you were, 
And what I've realized is they don't want to listen to someone like me right now. They're not <laughs> ready for it. I, my following is 25 years plus. And that's when you're ready for it. That's when you, when you realize that you've just spent 10 years trying to be something that you're not. But you exactly. learn so much from it, don't you? Yeah, 100%. And I'm with you on that for sure. And I think I've, you know, I'm 32 now. And I think it was only since really becoming 30 that I didn't care what anyone else thought anymore. And I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and be who I wanted to be. And I think in a way, social media definitely helped me on that journey. Because when I was putting out content, I realized that people were really enjoying it. And they were listening to what I had to say. But I also think that the way that I felt came with the fact that I then had like wisdom in the area that I was speaking about. So that kind of helped me as well. Cause I was like, do you know what people actually want to hear what I say? And that helps you to carve who you are a bit more in, in your life. Um, but I definitely think it's a, it's a rite of passage that we have to go through these kind of trends and make these sort of friends and then just realize actually you're not their people anymore as you grow older and you experience more things um but I do just wish that young women and young men don't feel such pressure to conform to Mm. social media standards um and I just think you know even it was funny when I was waiting um in the car the other day at a traffic light and there was like a group of teenagers and the teenage boys were just all like standing around just chatting and then the girls were just all taking selfies and it's just one of those mad things of like wow they're all just stood waiting for the bus taking selfies but they were the girls weren't talking to each other they were just literally individually taking selfies and like looking at themselves in the phone and that was another moment for me where I was like that's really sad like I don't like that really sad yeah I've seen um on nights out um where the girls are kind of sat there and they're all a bit bored and then then as soon as the phone comes out it's like yeah like they're having they're having the time of their life and I'm just like this is so wrong this is so wrong you know, Do you like, think it will go the other way and maybe like in the future social media will kind of not be a thing anymore? Or do you think we're just going to continue on this vibe? Oh, God, I literally, I literally don't know. I want social media to have more restrictions and more like it needs to protect young people more. I think I think that that's a massive thing, especially TikTok. TikTok's got not got very good um like it's not regulated very well mm. um and oh, it's really hard I think just a lot more education in schools like I think schools need to revamp their curriculum like oh my gosh basically the more the more grades the the better grades the school gets the more budget the school gets so it's a business mm. but actually kids need to be taught about how to use social media effectively. They need to be taught mental health. They need to be taught nutrition. They need to be taught so many things. How to how to manage their finances. Yeah, like, yeah. Because Definitely. all these things are so important. And for me, that's like a huge thing that I've just wanted to do pretty much my entire career is to educate girls about bra fitting, boobs. But ultimately, and this is something Cavicate don't do yet, sports bras, because... I think it would reduce sick notes in PE so much if girls had good fitting sports bras and were educated 
on the fact that boobs all grow at different paces that and, and just all of those things I think if we had that body confidence yeah. That visibility, girls would be doing more PE, we would be doing more sport from a young age, but we'd also stick to it. I was playing football until the age of 12, overnight got these boobs. I was then just an object of desire rather than the cool girl that played football. And it, it completely changed everything. The narrative was changed overnight. And then I was seen as a sexual object and I didn't put that out to the world. It was what was put on me. And then you sort of act in a different way, but not because you want to, but because you think you have to, because all of a sudden you're then a woman, but you're still a schoolgirl. And it's such a confusing time. And it's like the time that shapes you the most, I think, as, as, as a girl, as a teenager. Um, and not only that, you're then battling with what you want to do in your career. Like, it's just so much all at once. It's so much pressure. And I'm sure, you know, you feel this being a, a mum of a, of a daughter as well. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and if we could have that education, if we could bring more realness of, of life into schools, I think it would really help um, not only girls, but boys as well. I think, you know, boys need to be educated on how to speak to girls, how to communicate, how not to talk about their bodies or catcalling and just all of that. Like if we implemented that from a young age, would it help when they got older? I don't know. Where do they learn that? <laughs> I feel like, I guess a lot of that should be down to parents, but parents are working full time. Par obviously parents have to bring up their kids. Yeah, manners, like, if I have sons, there's no way that they will disrespect women because I, mm. me and Ricky both will teach them how to respect women and, and vice versa, mostly respecting men. But that a lot of it happens at home, but obviously not every home is like yeah. that. And there's still a lot of old fashioned traditions and ways of doing things. And every home has different beliefs and values, but it would mm. be good for schools to have just that center point of like sort of neutral, um, I yeah. don't know like instruct not instructions I can't really explain like it would just etiquette. be like almost like etiquette. an etiquette lesson yeah. for I've... girls yeah. and boys to understand how we speak to others and ourselves about our bodies and... yeah something there's something missing um and I think schools need to move with the times and technology has brought social media and I don't think social media is going anywhere for a long time so I think it's not been it's not obviously been monitored a lot at home no. some parents are really good at it but a lot of parents just leave their kids to it so school is the one place where you know your ch like children all children have to go to school so it's the one place where you know that they are being taught or told or shown how to deal with these situations and these things exactly and I think you know I don't have any children but I can only imagine how scary it is nowadays that actually when you were at school if you were getting bullied you could run home and close the door and realize that that is when it can end whereas now the bullying goes further than that it's in your dm it's the comments on your photos it's it's so much more and you can't get away from it um mm. And I think that for me is like a huge thing as well, trolling. It being in the industry mm. that I'm in, there's so many trolls that hide behind these screens. And I do love the fact that now Instagram say, do you want to block this account and any other accounts made by this person? Like, I think that's a great step. Like, amazing, amazing. applauding that so much. Um, but I think it's also educating that 
you are allowed to use the block button. Do it. Use it. Don't feel bad for blocking that that energy, that negativity. Mm. Get rid of it. Um, and and sort of do that. I I, I block a lot of men off off my page, yeah. even if it's just like a compliment. Like, but it's I know it's coming from a bit of a creepy place, not mm. coming from. Um, yeah, it's not. I can't explain. Like, I my page isn't for that. Yeah, and I I feel so the same. I just, block, I just block them. I just don't. I just don't welcome it. Um, and especially when they've liked fifty pictures and commented <laughs> creepy, Chris, yeah, creepy stuff on like ten. I just block straight away. That I'm might not sound even really joking. Bad, but At the I minute, protect, I just protecting myself. Yeah, I just choose a male name every day, and I just search it, and then I just block. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that name because it has gotten to a point where now I'm like I can't I can't deal with it it's not yeah. a compliment actually yeah. it feels slightly harassing um yeah. even if like you're saying it's nice like, oh you're fire you look fabulous but I don't want to hear it from you no. <laughs> I want yeah. to hear it from the women <laughs> you're doing it for women what you're doing is for women you're 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 the vibes you give is so po- I love your social media content it's for women it's infectious it makes me feel better about myself yeah because I'm like, I, I want that confidence why shouldn't I feel confident like and that's who it's for it's not and I think that's where men get a bit get it a bit wrong they think oh she's got a, a, her boobs out or she's in her underwear she must want my attention no we don't Don't. exactly (laughs) like sorry Dave but this one wasn't for you (laughs) I love it I love how we've gone from like school to then men it's just so good because this is what I mean about boobs like boobs are just like that they're they're incredible like they feed our children they give us shape um Mm. we've all got different boobs and then men find them sexual, which has really thrown a spanner in the works. Yeah, yeah. hundred. I always call them, like, weapons of mass distraction. Like, your <laughs> boobs can literally just, if you wanted to use them to your advantage, you can with, with that situation. And I just think that it's, I think growing up with big boobs, I do think it, it's a different life in terms of you have to always be conscious of how you present yourself to the outside world and I think that is a lot especially when you get them from a young age and I do think it can either make you incredibly strong incredibly vulnerable and it's just trying to find that middle ground of that level of owning your body and the confidence um and I think again that's why it's so important to get that bra fitting because you can always it's an outlet as well to speak to someone who gets it who understands who speaks to so many women about boobs every single day like I've heard so many stories I've been crying with the woman about her her situations and what she's been through and everything because of her boobs and because of the way that society has seen her and all she's ever wanted to do is live her life Mm. yet she's always been held back or you know it's it's the case of when you go to a job interview, for example, what should I wear? I can't wear something too low or I can't wear that because my boobs will look too big or even on a date, you know, I sometimes I think, oh, I can't, I don't want to give all the goods away at once. Like I, can't, I don't want to show them my boobs quite yet because I'll keep them getting, it's like, why do I have to think like that? Mm. But sometimes you just do. Yeah, I hold back massively. I, I, I've had boobs since I was probably 10 or 11. Um, 
and then went into high school as a 34C, yeah. which is quite big, um, and was the the attention from older boys. It scared the boys in my year, but the older boys who were like really adolescents and whatever, it mm. it, it got their attention and it was. I don't know. I don't know how I felt felt about it then. I can't really remember. But all I do know is that I've always hidden my boobs. I've never worn no tops. I've always been conscious of not showing them off too much because I don't want to be seen as a slag. Um, mm. I don't. I feel shy. I don't really like feeling sexy or dressing sexy. It, I feel like it doesn't take much for you to try and be sexy when you've got big boobs all you have to do is wear a low-cut top and apparently you're trying to be sexy but then you're overtly sexy right yeah, like, <laughs> then you're too much oh it's mind-boggling so yeah, yeah. it is a lot to think whereas like someone who is like got say an a cup or a b and they wear dresses that are literally low to their belly button mm. and you don't even really look twice at it yeah. and you don't see it as sexy you just see it as quite cool and boho and like free-spirited yeah. Whereas if I did that and my boobs were like out there like that, yeah. like it would just be like, what the hell is she wearing? It's like, so put, true. Put and your, I remember tips away, like yeah, crying to my mum, just being like, I don't understand, mum. Like today at school, I got in trouble, but I'm wearing the same thing as my mate. But I was told to do my buttons up or go home and get changed. But it was because oh. I had big boobs. Yeah. Um, and that's like when it gets really sad. And I hope that we can change um, the perception of that in the future um, and just know that boobs are boobs. They're just things mm. that grow on the front of our, our chests yeah. and that, that we don't get judged for them or, mm. or sort of, you know, put in a box as something that we're not trying to be. <laughs> I think they're also like uh, boobs are the same in the sense as our, I know they're part of our bodies, but the different shapes and sizes of your boobs and the nipples and everything is just, it's like the same as your body as a whole. We're all different shapes and sizes. We all grow at different times. Mm -hmm. The same as your boobs. Like it's just another, like it just highlights how different we all are and how important it is to just accept yeah. that we're all different because there's Absolutely. nothing you can do about it. It's your DNA, it's your genetics. Unless you go and get nip and tuck, you get them chopped off, your bum lifted, your fat sucked out, your ribs yeah. removed. That is who you are. That's how you're born. Yeah. And if you spend your whole life hating yourself, your DNA, your genetics, your makeup, then like what 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 is life all about? Definitely. And even if you do all of those things that you've just said, if you haven't come to terms with loving yourself yeah. and your mind no matter what you do to your body you're never going to be happy you're never yeah. going to accept it and um yeah I just you know for ladies that I come across who want breast augmentations or uplifts or anything like that I always say to them just really think about this just you know where a good fitting bra for six months and see how you feel. Don't jump into cosmetic surgery. Really think about it. Embrace what you already have. And if after that six months or that year, you still feel exactly the same, you still feel that they're too heavy, they're too low or whatever it might be, then do it. But just really, you know, take these things seriously and, and think deeply because not all of your problems are going to be sorted by getting breast implants or an uplift so it's it's a big deal um I at the age of 18 went for a breast uplift because I was 
I didn't have one, thankfully, because um, it was the <laughs> the era of the wag. And I lived in Manchester at the time. And all I saw was these stick on boobs on all of these wags looking amazing, wearing these amazing dresses. And I was like, oh my God, my boobs don't do that. And then they were all like lying down. I think it was at the World Cup and all of their boobs were just perfectly combed upwards. And I was like, my boobs don't do that. Like, I'm so oh my confused. God, they are yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm 18 and they all say you're young and I was like oh my gosh so I ended up going to the Harley Street of Manchester and actually getting um, a consultation at the age of 18 and they told me that in five with five and a half thousand pounds they could lift my nipple and put it here and give me a, a breast implant and all of this and in my head I was like yes 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 I want it I want it and at the time I was a 38 double D um, and I started saving money for that operation. And then I actually got a placement year um, through my university with Freya Lingerie. They fitted me on my first day to a 32G. And within a week of wearing that bra, I never even thought about going for that operation because every time I'd look down, my boobs looked like the wax. I know they didn't when I took off my bra, but to the world, it just, they looked that way. I could make my boobs look however I wanted them to look through a bra and that to me was like the best thing ever yeah and also when I took off my bra because my shoulders were in back and everything felt more lifted so when I took off my bra my boobs already sat a little bit higher and to me that's kind of the look that I wanted so mm. I felt much more like in tune and happy with my my body um mm. just from having that bra fitting achieving body confidence and self-love is really really hard really but yeah with the right bra, it's a good place to start, right? Definitely. And I always say to ladies, whatever part of your journey of self-love you're, you're in, whether it's you've had a massive shake-up in your life and you're just starting that journey, start it with a bra fitting. Because if anything, it's the most intimate part of that journey. It's, it's showing your body to a stranger. But it can also be the most empowering part because A, you're doing that. You're jumping out of your comfort zone. You're having a really good girly chat with someone about something that they're super passionate about. You're getting to try on loads of different shapes of bras and understand what works for you. Um, but I'd also say to ladies, when you try on your bras, try on your clothes with them. So these new bras, put your clothes on. And that's when you maximize that effect of a good fitting bra. And seeing yourself with clothes can often be much more um, easy to take than just looking at yourself in a bra, right? Especially at the yeah. start of the journey. So put that good fitting bra on. Don't spend too much time staring at yourself to begin with. Then put your clothes on and just see the difference in the shape of your figure and how you feel and your shoulders being back. Um, but yeah, whatever part, whether it's, you know, just get that bra fitting, speak to a professional and go in feeling as confident as you can. There's no judgment, never anything to be embarrassed about. As I said, all of these bra fitters will have seen so many pairs of boobs. No two are the same. Um, never think that we're, we're judging you. Never apologize for the bra that you're wearing. Never apologize for the acne on your boobs or the stretch marks here. I have so many women go, even before they've taken the top off, I'm really sorry about this. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry. I'm like, stop, stop apologizing for your body. Stop just, you know, there's nothing you have to be sorry for. Let's just, I'm just here to look at your, your boobs and check your bra. That is all I'm looking at. And I'm not looking at anything else other than making you feel great about yourself. And I think mm. I'm not the only bra fitter that will be thinking that either. So yeah, just, just know that they're not out to get you. They just want to help you. <laughs> amazing Katie thank you so much for being an amazing guest 
that was so fun and so informative and I'm hoping every woman in the country is listening. <laughs> yes, me too. Thank you for having me, Connie. It was Thank really, you. really lovely. Um, and well done on all the work that you've been doing with your podcast and social, because I know that you inspire you. lots of ladies. And hopefully we'll get all of that education for when Macy goes to high school. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirby K, first customer of the sports bra comes out. Yes, yes. We got you, girl. <laughs>Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.